As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. should be over the things that happened to me. I'm to blame. It has to be my fault. Why else would it have happened? These are just a few of the statements many clients have said to author and mental health professional Kelly James over the years. Kelly James, the host of Why Aren't You Over This By Now, kept searching for something that would help her feel better after things that happened in her personal life. Finally, she found a way to heal her past in order to love her future and is here to share her discoveries and help the lives of others. So please welcome the host of Aren't You Over This By Now, Kelly James. Welcome to Why Aren't You Over This By Now on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I am your host and I have guest Dr. Ronnie Gaines back today. We have a call-in number that is 866-451-1451. Dr. Gaines, how are you today? I am doing well. Thank you, Kelly. How are you? I'm well. Uh, just to recap, you have a degree in marriage and family therapy. You've been in a pastoral role for over 20 years. You have a program called Master Level Marriage. Last week, you talked about um, the foundational component of that. And I wondered if you would just kind of briefly recap about that and tell about your program that people can order. Yeah, just to recap a, a, a part of it that that we went over there. There are actually seven modules to the program and each module, the first three modules cover basically what I feel like are the foundational things of, of developing your marriage. And then the, the last four are more about the structural. I feel like that if you create a foundation 
uh, you know, we can build a structure and make it look really nice with all of the approaches, all of the daily things that we do. We can build that structure, but if we don't have some kind of foundation, any kind of wind or rain, and, and here's what I know, that it's not if it's going to rain, it's when it's going to rain. And it, you're going to have a rain. And so there's going to be things in your marriage. And so building that foundation is key. And the three foundational aspects, the three foundational modules that we went over last week was uh, change the way you think. It's about the way that you think about something. And when that uh, stimulus or that information comes into your mind, it's what you do with how you interpret what you see or what you hear, how you interpret it on how it plays out in your, your mind, your, your feelings, your behaviors, and then, of course, a consequence of some kind. And then the other was personal development, uh, just developing things in your life personally that we are whole as a person, that we don't count on someone else, our mate, or our spouse, being that, to make us complete, but that we're complete in ourselves. And once, once we're completing ourselves to be healthy or to be physically developed really does uh, help in your marriage and help strengthen your marriage and if you're whole. And then the third thing that we talk about was the friendship factor, that there's a lot of couples out there that, that have come into my office that I've sat with many couples that just did everything, all the, the structural things right. I mean, they did it just seemed like they followed through step by step and they were still falling apart. And I just got the, I began to look at that and, and decided and realized that they just didn't like each other, that they were trying, they were trying to love each other and didn't like each other. And so they, their friendship had just deteriorated and to build that friendship back to get those three components in line really does help you continue with the structural things sure and we'll talk about the structural components of your program um remind the audience what your website is uh the website is uh, masterlevelmarriage.com and mm -hmm. on that website it you can find just about everything that you need to find out about me and about the program and you can order the program on there we offer a lot of different resources that are free if you if you will subscribe uh, to our email which is info at masterlevelmarriage.com uh, you get on a you get on a, a subscribers list and, and I you know we put out things constantly uh, just free things constantly because it's just my passion and really you know like we talked last week uh, an obsession of mine to help couples and get help them not have to go through divorce, not have to go through failure. Okay. So th those are the two outlets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And as someone who's gone through divorce myself, not you, um, it's very painful. The whole process is painful. Mm -hmm. So helping people repair or even not needing to repair, but maintaining and building that strong relationship from the beginning will help that. You said something that um, I noticed people say when they come to counseling is they need someone to complete them. And we touched on that last week that we are complete and whole within ourselves, but also they're depending on other people to make them happy. And what are your thoughts about that, about someone else being responsible for our happiness? Well, you know, we've thrown this 
for years, I've, I've heard this, and you've heard it as well, Kelly, that we've thrown this around. Couples throw it around. Oh, I found my soulmate. Oh, the, the, this is my soulmate. I'm looking for my soulmate. Well, we, if you research that, you'll find out that the soulmate is a myth. The soulmate was some couple that was uh, attached, you know, from the back. And this Greek god went in there and cut them, cut, them, cut them apart, and now they bounce around through life, you know, looking for their soulmate. That That is the ab- aspect of someone completing you, and you bounce around through life, and if you don't find what, – what if you don't find that, that per se soulmate that you're supposed to be connected to is your life over? I, I just don't think it works that way. I think that people are put in our path. When those people connect, and usually it's a physical attraction first, you know, I'm physically attracted to them. Man, you know, she's a good-looking lady or he's a hot guy or whatever. That's going to be your first attraction. Then you get to know them, you start begging them, you start developing this, this relationship. So then you start working on the different aspects to make your relationship grow. And it's not just something that, oh, now I found the right one and now I'm complete. I'm going to live happy, happily ever after. And they find out that that happily ever after can be disastrous, you know, if you don't nurture it. It is because marriage is work. I mean, because we all have our own family of origin, we all have our own experiences, our life events that blend in with this other person. And it's not just hunky dory the rest of your life. It takes work. It absolutely does. It's probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do, but it's one of the most rewarding things. And, and this is not, Kelly, this is not to discount those that that have gone through a divorce or mm-hmm. marriage failure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It, it happens. And there's a huge percent of people out there that's on their second and third and some even more than that. But, but you know, here's the thing that we have to realize is it happens. <laughs> and we don't just push those people out and say, you know, I'm just going to work on the people who have had first marriages. That Let them try to figure it all out now. It, it's not that. It's, it's, if, if it has happened in your life, and we were never meant to be alone. And it's, and it's lonely for people to be alone. And so we really need to really attempt and work diligently to make these relationships work, you know? Absolutely. We, support, we, 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 just don't, we just don't get in a conflict with our kids and divorce them, you know, or, or we don't just get in. You know, some of our friends, I looked at this, some of our friends will give more grace to than we will our spouse. Sure. I agree so, completely with that. So can we not give our spouse that that grace, you know, and and that's kind of one of the uh, elements, you know, one of the modules, too, that we'll talk about probably towards the end is that seventh module. And it's about grace. Yeah, which is an important component. And you're going to talk about the structural component of your um, program. But I got an email that um, had a question for you. And last week we talked about the importance of sleep and sleep hygiene. And you had mentioned there are two components, and we only got to one of them. So can you rename those two components? Sure. And just to say this for those listeners out there, if you have any question, you can email Kelly at her email or email me at info at masterlevelmarriage.com. And I am obsessed with sleep, too. So <laughs> you, you, can, yes. you can get a hold of me, and, and we can talk about sleep. Um, so do we have enough time, Kelly? Blue light and caffeine, and we'll talk more about yeah. that when we come back. You're listening to 
Why Aren't You Over This By Now? And I'm your host, Dr. Kelly James on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And when we come back, Dr. Gaines will fill in about sleep hygiene and also get into the structural component of his master level marriage. Be sure and stay tuned. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations, Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed-out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration, plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to the show. You're listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I am your host, Dr. Kelly James, and the show is Why Aren't You Over This By Now? And my guest is Dr. Ronnie Gaines, who has a degree in marriage and family therapy. And before the break, we uh, mentioned sleep hygiene that we talked about last week. And so can you rename those components that are important for sleep hygiene? Sure. I know last week we missed one. Um, We talked about caffeine and i'm not going to go back into that again because uh, <laughs> you, yeah. you get a lot of eyebrows raised on that but but yeah. what, one of the other one of the other elements was it of exercise and we won't get really involved with that but i think the third one that is is you is overused and abused and that is blue light blue light is what is emitted from te- you know any kind of technical uh, device your phone your computer uh, there are glasses, uh, blue blocker glasses out there that you can right. use, that you can watch watch TV late, or you can be on your computer, your phone, or whatever. But what happens is that, that blue light that's, that's emitted from those devices inhibit melatonin. So right. one thing that you one thing that you want to happen, we talked about a denison last week of being that, that chemical in your body that throughout the afternoon starts building and making you get sleepy. But me- that natural melatonin, it really is part of your, uh, your, uh, your, your system, your, um, that causes you to go to sleep. And, you know, we, we take melatonin over the counter, but we really, we have enough in our system 
naturally if we right. will let that melatonin come up. And what that blue light does, it suppresses it and keeps it down. So it's recommended that you not use any kind of uh, device that emits any kind of blue light 30 minutes to an hour before you go to bed. Let your melatonin start coming up and you, you're able to lay down and go to sleep easier. Now, all it's and you know, here's the thing. It's, it's light in general, really, because <laughs> Thomas, Tom, Thomas Edison, our great inventor of the light bulb, and we want to give him praise for that, was not a sleeper. He, th- he didn't think people should sleep. He thought that people should work. You don't need to sleep. You can sleep when you're dead. So um, <laughs> what, he, he believed, you know, three, three or four hours of sleep is all you needed. And so the, the guy that we praise so much, he created a light bulb, which causes us to get less sleep. And so people are suffering from that. So keeping your light down low, keeping a low light in reading, or something like that before you go to bed, or just preparing for bed, you know, brushing your teeth, your hygiene, getting yourself ready for bed, calming down, and then go to bed. You can fall asleep. That melatonin comes up. Sure. Okay. So let's get to the structural component of your master level marriage. So what is that? The first, the module four in this, in this series is all about love and respect. Now, um, this is a difficult part for men and women because of the way that we think, the, the way that our minds work. Women um, respond to love. Men respond to respect. It's not that women don't need respect and that they don't, they don't uh, respond somewhat. I mean, you wouldn't want to disrespect your wife. Uh, and husbands, it's not that they don't want to be loved. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be respected. But for the most part, women respond to love, men respond to respect. It's just the way we're created. And what happens is women want love so bad that they think that if they just give love to their man, everything's okay because that's the way they see through. We talked about, you said last week, through their lens. Right. Men think that if I just respect my wife, that's all I need to do. You know, the old saying, the old the old. Um, old man said, you know, I told you I love you when I'm married. If it changes, I'll let you know. Um, that, that's, that's not enough. We, women respond to love, so they need to, they need to know that their man loves them and, that, that, and he tells her and he shows her those, that he loves her. He needs respect and he needs to know that she respects him and he needs to know that that and, and here's one thing I tell my those that my, as coaching or if I if I talk to a couple, if you if you want your man to bend over backwards for you, just respect him in public, honor him some way in public, and I promise you he will bend over backwards for you. If you want your wife to do things for you, men, if you will just show her love in some way. And, and show her love communicating behavior, she will bend over backwards for you. It's the way they respond. I say this a lot, that that if if I went up to my wife and I grabbed a hold of her arms, I said, boy, babe, I can just really tell you've been working out. And man, you're strong. You know, I just, man, I just, I just love it that you can wrap your arms around the family. You're so strong and powerful. She's going to throw her eyes at me. And she's going to say, get away from me, you know? But if I walk up to her and I say, you know, babe, I, I just I just want to tell you that how much I love you and that I just love the way that you nurture our family, that the kids can come and get up in your lap. And you're so you're, you're such a 
a um, a person of care. You, you you take care of them, you nurture them, and and start talking to her that way, and leave her little things that show her I love. Her. Leave her little post-it notes. She will she will fall in love with you all over again. In the same way, if she come, if my wife came up to me and started saying, "Oh, babe, I love that when we watched that chick flick the other day. I just love how you cried and how you." How you showed so much emotion. I just love your your emotions and how you how you uh, how you express that. You know, I'm going to say, don't you ever tell anyone that I cried <laughs> during that movie. You just don't told you on yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm getting old, Kelly. There's a lot of things you start doing when you get old. That's um, true. But if she but if she came up to me and she said, "Babe, I just love how you you really do take care of the family. You 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 have our interests at heart." I love how you work so hard to make sure that we have everything that we need. I, I love how you, I, I love to watch you um, work out. I love to watch you jog. I love to watch that, that you take care of your body and just really are, you're, you're the strength of our family. I'm going to, I'm going to jump down and I'm going to give her 50 push ups, you know, to try to impress her or just something about a man that if you, if you respect him and honor him, he, he loves that. That's what he responds to in the same way with her. She responds to love. That's the first part of that structure. Which is really great. And I see um, a lot of people, you know, I typically just see individuals. But when they communicate to me what's going on in their relationships, I'm not hearing that love and respect. And, you know, one of the things I notice when I'm out is um, when women don't respect their mate, when they're out in public and they're critical and they're harsh and they're judgmental. And I just, I cringe because I'm just like, Oh, you could be doing this so much differently and it would make your life better. And, but I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure you yeah, see that Kelly, too. Yeah. Kelly, we watch these movies about these chick flicks and we see this, we, 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 we see them, um, these men expressing so much love to her and, and the guys are whirling their eyes going, this is ridiculous. And the women are like, Oh, I wish he would do that. And men, I'm going to tell you this. If you would just do some of the things those actors are doing, even though they're just acting, it's going to change your world. She, she, she will rock your world. All right. We will talk more about the components of the structural master level marriage when we come back. You're listening to Why Aren't You Over This By Now on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly James. Be sure and stay tuned. We'll be right back. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various businesses interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. 
author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and Tune in radio. Welcome back to Why Aren't You Over This By Now on BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Gaines, and my guest today is Dr. Ronnie Gaines. And before the break, you gave us the first component of the structural part of your master level marriage. So um, would you continue and tell us the next part? Yeah, the next part, I made made it all about unity and there, th- this is just, this is just where you're in it together. You, you just got. I think couples just need to understand that we are in this together. We're we're not two separate people uh, doing our own thing. We are in it together. However, I I do want couples to realize that there's a difference between unity and uniformity, mm-hmm. and unity. Excuse me. Unity is about being able to embrace your autonomy or your your independence, if you will, but still stay in step uh, with your mate, with your spouse. Uh, On the flip side of that, uniformity is more about the lack of diversity that that at the point of becoming exactly alike. You know, I've heard couples say this. I just want I just want her to be like me. And I'm like, you know, if you wanted somebody like you, you should have just married yourself because <laughs> you married, you know, you married them for their diversity. You, the, the reason you're attracted to her or you're attracted to him is because of the differences. You know, the differences are the greatest thing at the onset of the relationship, but it's the most um, conflictual <clears throat> thing later in, in, the, in the relationship. That we are attracted to their differences, but when we get married, it's like, why can you not be more like me? Well, you know, they are who they are. One of the things, and I think I can say, and I ask other couples this, and I asked my daughter when her and her, her, and her husband was getting ready to get married. She didn't really know that I knew that he had already asked me about it. And whenever he asked me, I was kind of cruel because when he asked me, I said, I'll tell you, I'll give you my blessing in two days, which he, he didn't really want that answer. <laughs> That's <But> hilarious. <laughs> I wish I could tell you the entire story, but it would take too much time. So, but what I wanted to do is I wanted to go ask her because there were such, there were such conflictual things in their relationship already that they, they were going to have to work through. And so I, one day, uh, after he asked me that, I, I found time the next day to ask her, I, and I did it in a way where she wouldn't know that he had confronted me. But I asked her this question. Can you marry him right now without trying to change anything about him? Now, I'm not saying there's not things that need to change. We all, there's things in our life that we need to change. 
And sure. there will be times we change things through our relationship. But the question was, can you marry him right now without changing anything? And she said, yes, Dad, I can. And I said, that's all I need to know. And so I waited, made him, made him wait for a little bit and sweat it. But I did go back and give him my blessing. But couples too many times, they, everything's great in the dating, the courting part of it. But then about a year or two years later, they're trying to change them. And, and here's the, what I've found out. You can't change anyone. You can change you. And so I understand that we talk about the different changes, but I, I don't want to see a couple that just, you know, if you're just following after someone and, and just trying to be exactly the same where, where you're trying to be compatible, then usually what you have is someone that's passive, that's just not getting all of their needs, all of their needs met. And so if it's an assertive couple, they're able to display their diversity. They're, they're, they're able to display their differences and hang on and hold on to some of who they are, but still be in the same step and still be in unity. You know, uh, and that, that goes to understanding their differences. Try to, try to understand. It, and it's difficult sometimes to understand male and female differences. I'm still having problems. My wife and I have been married <laughs> over 32 years, and I still haven't figured her out. But I think she can say the same thing about me. But, but at some point, we need to try to understand and get clarity on their differences and embrace the differences and know that there are some things that will not change. That's who we married. That's, that's why we married them. So, yeah, it's right. a unit. Go ahead. I was going to tell you that um, I, I don't want to burst your bubble, but you're never going to figure her out. <laughs> it's no. just not possible. There are some things I have figured out in marriage, and that that I've figured out is that I'm not ever going to figure out everything. So right. you're right, Kelly. You're right. Well, and one of the things you know, I heard that you didn't say is acceptance. I, I find that we're not accepting of others and differences. And if we just really, I mean, we get together with someone and we appreciate those differences and accepting them and keeping that present in in our conversations and our interactions that it's okay for other people to have different opinions right right yeah you know um tolerant tolerance is not agreeing on everything exactly tolerance, tolerance is sitting across the couch understanding their differences there's so many things that my wife and i don't agree on <laughs> but just because we don't agree on them we're not gonna get a divorce over it we don't agree on everything. And here's the thing. You don't have to. This is what I tell a couple is you don't have to agree. All you have to do is hear and understand. Hear and understand and and know that that her differences and her. Yeah, go ahead. And, you know, we're going to talk about the differences when we come back. And we're also going to talk about um, the rest of your structural components you're listening to why aren't you over this by now on bbm global network and tune in radio i'm your host dr kelly james and we'll be right back stay tuned have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better after 13 years of research karen thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally she now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. 
Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Mike Zorick, a three-time California state champion in Greco-Roman wrestling at 114 pounds. Mike, blind since birth, was born in Hartford, Connecticut. He was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the Veterans Folk Style Wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the BBM Global Network. Welcome back. You're listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly James, and you're listening to the show, Why Aren't You Over This By Now? Today, my guest is Dr. Ronnie Gaines, and he is going through his structural master level marriage. So, Dr. Gaines, would you tell us part three of your structural mar- uh, components? Part three is, is all about your individual responsibility in the marriage. Uh, it, it has to do with conflict. It has to do with communication. Uh, it, it is just all about our personal responsibility because each one of us, we do have a responsibility. And that responsibility could be that we have a choice. We have a choice to either make the marriage better or we have a choice to to make it worse. And I think, I think I could ask this question to those out there today that's listening is, could you do something to make your marriage better? And I'm sure everybody, you could think right now, yeah, there's many things I could do to make it better. Well, the, and then the next question is, is could you do, could you do something to make your marriage worse? <laughs> I can think of a lot of things I could do to make my marriage worse. And the reason I know that's because I've got a lot of experience um, uh, making my making it worse. But we do have a choice, and that choice is yours. And so I really want both parties to really grab a hold of the concept and take ownership, and to look at what you can do as an individual in the relationship, not what your that individual can do for you. Everybody has needs, and True. so. If I take responsibility of how I can meet my wife's needs and, and not be so selfish in what can you do for me, you know, I, everybody has a love bank, and we've heard that kind of uh, metaphor before, that everyone has a love bank, and if you're all the time, if you complete, if you continue to give out, there's going to come a point in time where you're going you're gonna to overdraft or withdraw because you're not getting anything back. You can't go to the bank and keep taking money out of it and survive. It's, you're you're going you're gonna to end up in trouble financially. So 
same way with a love bank. If you keep pulling from your mate and not putting something back, you, that person's going to withdraw. They're going to overdraft. And so we, it is, it is important that we look at the other person's needs. And, and I, I get it. We all have needs. We all have things that need to be taken care of. And that's where both parties come in. And we can both do something to make it better, or we can do something to make it worse. And Kelly, one of the things that, that I see so many times in couples is that they always point to someone else as being the problem. Uh, yes. You sit across the room and they, 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 they point at the other person being the problem. And one of the quotes that, that I saw one time from the famous football coach, Lou Holtz, he said, the man who complains about the way the ball bounces is likely to be the one who dropped it. Uh, so <laughs> We, we, can, we, we, can, we can point at the other person, but what if we quit pointing and started working? Now, listen, I, I, I get it. I know there are exceptions to the rule. There's a lot of there's, – there's abuse in relationships. There are uh, – there's emotional, physical, um, verbal. There's all kind of abuse, and you should not stay in an in a, in abusive situation. You can't just stay in an abusive situation and be hurt. You've got to you've got to remove yourself from an abusive situation if you're being abused. I get that, but there, on the flip side of that, sometimes it's just that we are having difficulties handling conflict, and an abuse situation is totally different than just having conflict. But to point at someone else consistently. This is what this this section is all about, is taking some of the ownership and developing a way to uh, meet the other person's need and really changing you and not trying to change someone else. So, again, I hear the word acceptance. It's like every year I get a word, and it's kind of how does that apply? And acceptance is my word this year, accepting responsibility in our relationships, in our interactions. And you talked about last segment about the control. And when we really recognize, like you said, that we only can change ourselves. We only have control over ourselves. We have an illusion that we have control of things. Excuse me. And I think this pandemic right now shows us how we don't have control over anything. But we have control over how we either react to things or respond to them. And if we react to things, we're dysregulated. If we respond, we're regulated. So in a marriage, in that conflict, if you're reacting, then you're dysregulated and the conversation's not going to go well. Right. I love that you brought. I, I love that you brought up the, the aspect of reacting because this is what this entire series is about is being proactive. You know, getting your marriage to a place. And some people, again, and I think I mentioned this last week that the two times that people get some kind of counseling or coaching, marital coaching, is either uh, premarital or crisis. Why not get something in between? Let's work on this. And you say uh, th- th- that's how you're proactive. And I love that you use the reactive because I use this example. I think I'm not for sure if I use it in the module. I think I do, but I, I do use it in the book that I'm that I'm writing in that chapter because one of the things that if you're a football player out there, you'll understand that I'm not a real 
I'm a football fan, but I'm not really into the. I never played football, so I'm, I don't really. I'm not an expert on it by by no by no means. But when when most points, twenty percent of the points of a football game are scored in the last two minutes of the half or the last two minutes of the game. And the reason is is because of how you go out to win. Hmm. The offense, if, if the offense has the ball and they're down and they need to score, they go out to win the ball game. The defense comes out, to, they go out to keep from losing the ball game. There's a difference between playing to win and playing to not lose. Hmm, good distinction. In our, in, our, in our marriage, I want, I want couples to play to win. I don't want them reacting to keep from losing. So when we play to win, we start putting all these things into our relationship before, before there's a conflict, before there's a problem. That's proactive. That's playing to win. If we play to not lose, then we're going to get help, getting coaching, getting therapy, getting counseling when we're in crisis. Now, now we're playing to not lose. Let's play to not. Let's play to win, not play to not lose. That's a really great distinction, and I think what you said, being proactive. Um, I I don't do a lot of couples, but I had a new couple come in, and they didn't really have any issues but they wanted to be proactive so they would have things in place when something arose in their marriage that they didn't know how to manage so I think that's great the other thing about that is I see that if you imagine two people facing each other and this ball of conflict in between them they need to take that ball of conflict out and move themselves together so the two of them address the conflict. And we're going to talk more about um, divorce rates. We have a couple of questions about divorce rates. When we come back, you're listening to Why Aren't You Over This By Now on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I am your host, Dr. Kelly James, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Person caring for someone living with dementia, then this program is for you. It's designed for families and friends coping with the challenges of caregiving. The foundation of care, Susan Kohler believes, is communication. Innovative Dementia Care with Susan Kohler provides strategies to keep the lines of communication open between you and your loved one, increase quality interactions, decrease the burden of daily care for you, the caregiver. Join Susan, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network. Susan and her guests will share techniques so you can facilitate your loved one's ability to safely follow your instructions, participate in daily activities, and express daily wants and desires. To learn positive solutions, creative ideas, and practical strategies that will build a healthy foundation of care. MJ Domit is the owner of Expect to be Empowered, a company whose specialty is empowering people to live their best life by following their heart and accepting themselves unconditionally. After studying and making personal changes, MJ now focuses on giving others tools for self-empowerment. She provides individual and group workshops for people who are physically, emotionally, and spiritually blocked. Inspired by her work at Expect to be Empowered, MJ authored the book Waves of Blue Light, Heal the Heart and Free the Soul with accompanying empowerment cards. She is a Spirit Book of the Year Gold Medal Living Now Book Award winner. 
And her book is a number one Amazon bestseller in spirituality and was a 2012 gold medal winner recognized as the Living Now Spirit Book of the Year. An inspirational speaker, MJ will show you how you can repurpose every area of your life. Your life did not just happen to you. You chose it, which means you can change it. Visit www.expecttobeempowered.com or call 866-264-8024. Welcome back to Why Aren't You Over This By Now? I'm your host, Dr. Kelly James, and you're listening live on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. My guest is Dr. Ronnie Gaines, who has a passion, an obsession with helping couples and marriages. And I have gotten a couple questions about divorce rates. So tell me briefly what the divorce rates are now, because I know for a long period of time, it was around 54%. What are divorce rates now? Well, they, again, it depends on what resource you're looking at. There's so many different ones, but some of the main ones, it's, it's, it's around 50% for all marriages. And I know that that's dropped. We've, we've had a, we've had a drop in the divorce rate, which seems good, but a lot of that drop comes a lot from that, that in this generation, they're waiting longer to get married. So they're, 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 they're smarter. They're, they're, they're more ready to get married. And, and there's a lot of cohabit cohabitation. So you don't see, even if they split up, there's no divorce rate there. So, sure. but the divorce rate is dropping. And I, and I want to believe that, that through all the counseling and the, the therapists out there and the coaches that, that we are making a difference and it is helping. And then the, the, there's a, anywhere from a 35 to 40, could be 35 to 45, depends on who you, who you, what source you look at of first-time marriages, and then over 60 for third and over 70 to could be up to 80% in, in third-time marriages. So sure. the, it's, it's high. Okay. So this question is about divorcing when there's been the loss of a child. And the question asks, is that – that that component of a divorce of a child is that included in that statistic and i would imagine it is and so the question is what does this add to the level of failure what do you think the um causes the fact of this cause of divorce after the loss of a child yeah you know the grief and depression i mean how many how many people would not just be i can't even imagine losing a child and I can't imagine the, the grief and, and, and the, the depressive um, state that, that I would be in. And when, when you're, when you're um, experiencing grief and, and depression in that way, it's difficult to concentrate on, a, on your marriage. It's, it's difficult to concentrate on a lot of things. In fact, we, we really, there's a lot of things that are neglected, not just the marriage. But in, in like you said, I'm sure that, I, I have not seen any data out there that would give a percentage. I would think that it would be uh, moderate uh, because we have, I mean, there, there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of uh, tragedy. And so I, I would think that would be part of it. That's, I know that I know the top three and I talk about those top three from, from different sources, but I'm sure that that would be a part of it, Kelly, that grief and, and even, you know, we talked about, we talked about this before the show that we talked about postpartum, you know, the the ladies going through that aspect and how 
they, they get in this depressive state and th- their, their relationships neglected and men, men have, men have a problem with that because they, they, they don't, they can't relate. They can relate to the grief of a lost child, but they have a, I think men have a problem relating to that postpartum. Um, sure, that's, my, that's should... my perspective. Because you didn't carry the child, you didn't have all your hormones, you know, jacked around because you're carrying a human being. And so you have no way to understand what that postpartum period is like, you know, absolutely. So you just said there. Keep going. Keep going. That's exactly right, Kelly. That, that, that's kind of my perspective that, that, that's what's happening in that situation. And then the man doesn't feel like after a while, he's like, you know, Hey, come on, you got to get over this. You know, you're neglecting me, you know, and, and a lot of it turns into be a intimacy that's being neglected and men feel like they're neglected in that, in that area. And so they want, and you know, we know this, that, that if we're not getting our needs met after a certain period of time, people start looking to get their needs met. Right. It could be many things. The, the the wife might be losing out on her husband, not not meeting her emotional needs, and she finds it somewhere else. She may not be meeting his intimacy needs. He'll find it somewhere else. And it's not like it's premeditated, really. It just happens. And so those kinds of things cause problems. And it could be the same answering this question with losing a child. If there's not that intimacy and not that, that uh, focus on each other, you know, it's, I wrote a paper uh, back when I was in college and, and did a uh, presentation on the emptiness syndrome, that many people were getting divorced because now the kids are gone, all of our focus was on the kids, and now we don't even know how to treat each other. And so they had to start over again and start learning how to be married. And this is why I tell couples, focus on your marriage while you have kids. Don't put all – I know kids need a lot of attention. I get it. But when you focus only on them, you know what? 17, 18, 19 years, they're not going to be at home anymore. And you're exactly. Have, we, need, we have to focus on each other. And so I get it. it, it tragedy yeah. is so bad. But somehow we need to come together as a couple and go through the tragedy together, holding each other um, and nurturing each other. And part of that is communication, starting out, you know, with a good skill set of communication at the first of the marriage. Um, I think possibly the level of the relationship or the, you know, the commitment in the relationship prior to that loss is dependent on the end. And you wanted to say something. I wanted to kind of fill in with that. It sometimes it just happens when when needs aren't being met and and communication isn't, isn't there, then emotional or physical relationships happen outside of the marriage. But there are some people who intentionally go out because they yeah. they that's just part of who they are. They don't want to be um, loyal and faithful. There are just some of those people. High, I would say the high the higher percent is people just getting. My, their their relationship gets mundane. And they're just going to go out seeking, you know, other people, and and, and it happens. Um, sure, but th- there are a lot of situations where where infidelity 
um, is not premeditated, that it just happens because we get close to someone. We find ourselves in situations. And, you know, the deal with kids, when you're, we, we need to learn to have grace for each other and yes. to develop a culture of grace in our home. And when we do that, then we can do things a lot better. Sure. And we're going to talk a little bit about a grace when we get back and you're going to name the three things that the top three things that cause divorce. You're listening to Why Aren't You Over This By Now on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly James. Be sure and stay tuned for um, the three top things that cause divorce. We'll be right back. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit rondaknutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. Welcome back to Why Aren't You Over This By Now? You're listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I am your host, Dr. Kelly James. My guest is Dr. Ronnie Gaines. Ronnie, would you list the three things, the three top reasons for divorce? Yeah, the one resource I found, the number one reason for divorce was lack of commitment. Uh, the, The second one was too much arguing. And the third was infidelity. So if you want to stack those things, but many, many times we look at uh, divorce and failure and there's three components that really stand out that may not be listed right here in all of the reasons why is money, kids and sex, because those three things. And, and I look at those and they they're really lumped into one thing, and that's communication. You said it earlier. Uh, this is all about communication. Um, getting needs met. Am I meeting her needs? Is he meeting my needs? Communicating. Listen, sometimes we, if we're not getting our needs met, we need to talk about it. Have some hard conversations because here's what I say. I say the, the speed of your hard conversation determines the intensity of the emotions. 
So the sooner you talk about something, the lower the emotions are going to be. The longer you wait, the higher your emotions are going to be, and it's going to be it's going to be really more dramatic in, in, in our conflict. Okay, and so in that, if we feel that heightened, we all know when we elevate our, you know, our system dysregulates. You have a technique called smart breathing. Could you describe that briefly? Yeah, so so SMART um, is, is an acronym for Scripturally Motivated Anxiety Release Technique. It's something okay. I just kind of created. I, I use Scripturally Motivated because, again, I'm a Christian, so I, I, I read Scripture, and it helps me uh, meditate on it. So I meditate on Scripture, and I do a breathing exercise, and the breathing exercise is a four, seven, eight. It's breathe in for four seconds, hold it for seven, and let out for eight. This lets the endorphins come up in your system, which is a calming effect, and this just brings us down as we meditate and we breathe. It's an amazing technique. Um, And when you're, especially children, (coughs) excuse me, if the parent will start breathing loudly, if you have a dysregulated child, that child will start breathing at the same pattern, and they will automatically calm down. So, yes, breathing, communication, it does get into the rhythm and calms your whole system down. So tell us your website again. Masterlevelmarriage.com, and you can email me at info at masterlevelmarriage.com, or you can find me on YouTube or Facebook. Okay. And if you, would, if, if you want to get the program, the program on our website, you get the program when you click on it. If you want a discount, you can use the coupon code Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. And if you'll use that code, uh, that'll get you about $50 discount. And so uh, go, go, get the, go get the modules and get the program, and I believe you'll change your life. Dr. Gaines, I appreciate so much you have been here these last two shows and sharing about how to have a master level marriage. We'll have you back so you can share more. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Why Aren't You Over This By Now on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly James. And next week, Dr. Edward Yu talking about grief and loss. Be sure and come back next week. Thank you listening to why aren't you over this by now with your host kelly james kelly says the truth is that we all have things that happen in our lives we all have stuff you can live life the way you want tune in each week and discover that there's hope for healing your past beyond traditional talk therapy right here on kelly james's why aren't you over this by now been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 